I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is the, the Aftermath, Aftermath of Sex. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a birth adventure story. Yes, I'm very excited about today's birth adventures. I'm excited about today's adventures as well because Megan won't tell me anything. I know. She's just hush-hush. Yeah. She wants first reactions yeah. from me. My grandma's funny. Which is, These yeah. These are my grandma's birth stories. I'm super excited. Yeah. This is pretty special. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited too. Um, but before we get started, we need to talk about the nuts and bolts of this show. Yeah. And how we need our listeners in order to be successful. Yeah. And so far, our listeners are following through. I know. You guys are and so amazing. We're we so encouraged. are, like, loving the support yeah. and the stories that we're getting from y'all and, um, with you guys submitting your stories and, and allowing us to share them, we just feel loved, which yeah. is super cool. And I hope that you guys feel inspired and loved as well yeah. um, with us sharing. So if you have a story to share, a breastimonial, a titty tribulation, mm -hmm. a vagital, a first monarchy. Mm -hmm. uh, and a birth adventure, obviously. Did you say that? birth adventure <laughs> um if you have a story to tell anything anything a first you know a first time okay situation for anything okay. first pap smear a first intercourse a first period of okay. like we want to hear it yeah there's so many so many stories interesting stories and if you submit a story right now we are doing our drawings for a free t-shirt yes so get it in. We're going to be doing those well, for the next couple of um, weeks yeah. and yeah. through the month of March. So um, we just had a giveaway uh, this past weekend yeah. and we're doing another giveaway for two weeks. So get yeah. your stories in yeah. um, so you get a chance to win free merch yeah. and um, be on the lookout for something super exciting. Yeah which is a merch store, y'all. Yeah. So we're going to have um, stuff for you available. We don't have all the details yet, yes, we're but we're everything. super excited. So, all right. Yeah. If you want to submit your story, you submit go to www.theaos411.com and you select any little form there to fill out. Yeah. Okay, Megan. Okay. What do you got for me, girl? Okay. So we're going to, I'm going to tell you my grandma's birth stories. I'm so excited. I wanted to start with something else. Oh, no. Okay. So the last time Christina and I hung out together, we were at work. Oh, no. A couple weeks ago. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, no. What? I'm like going back. So you you just came in for a delivery. And okay. it was, um. It was like, I don't know, like 10 or 11 p.m. or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And my son, I don't know if you recall. Oh, okay. gosh. So, yes. But before, let me just back up a little bit. We were all sitting around 
um, for a moment and yeah. chit-chatting with another friend of ours. Yes. And um, actually, I was making fun of Chris. We were talking about the podcast. We were all talking about the podcast. And I was making fun of Christina because she cries all the time. I'm crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, I was lovingly making fun of her. So just keep that in mind because that kind of comes back to bite me in the butt later on in my story. Oh, my God. <laughs> I so <laughs> I do cry a lot. Yeah. I think the joke is like who can make Christina cry today? Yeah. And it yeah. could be probably any of you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It doesn't take much. Anyway, well, I couldn't find my son. Like I he was supposed to be somewhere and then he wasn't where he was supposed to be. And then he was like Megan. His, find my iPhone at like it was going his phone phone was going straight to the voicemail and his last known place on the Find My iPhone app was like in this kind of secluded, beautiful forest area that we have. So he was obviously dead in the <laughs> He was dead at Creamer's Field, obviously, no. you guys. Megan, I <laughs> I, let me just tell you, I came out. I don't know if I was about to catch this baby or I had just caught this baby, but I came out and Megan was like on – some sort of trip. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? And you were in mom panic. I, I couldn't you, even breathe. She couldn't form water. a sentence. Yeah. She was shaking and visibly upset. And all I could do was say, what's, what's oh, wrong? Yeah. I know. And then I'm just like, I can't find my son. Yeah. And, so. and she's walking. She's walking from the front desk to the <laughs> locker room to the front desk. She's got her jacket. She's telling people she's Audi. She's leaving the building. But not before I made sure that staffing was okay. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I didn't just like walk out and leave and everybody to their, yeah. She didn't tell anybody but, anything other than I can't find my son and he's in Kramer's Field and I'm sure he's dead. <laughs> I listen to podcasts, okay? And she calls the nursing supervisor and she's like, I have to go find my yeah. son. And then she hangs up and she's um, going to the elevator. I'm like, <laughs> and I just wanted to hug you and it was, say, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It was terrifying. And but I couldn't like, promise. In my heart, I knew that he was okay. And Did so you? Because you looked like he was dead well, <laughs> yesterday. No. You know? I, yeah. I was having a hard time. And when it comes to like, I can handle emergencies at work all day. Yeah. Give me like, but something that has to do with my family. Yeah. Like I just can't, I, I cannot handle emergency yeah. situations. People. Okay. It's terrible. Anyway. I thought you were good. Well, I mean, you were communicating what you needed to. I was. Even though you weren't finishing your sentences. <laughs> it was it was so sad. I just wanted to just scoop her up and, like, fix it. But I couldn't yeah. figure out, like, how to do that. Yeah. And, and I was crying. I, yeah. I mean, like, I was so sobbing. sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I left. I was going to go home. I had my daughter, my older daughter, checking Kramer's Field just because yeah. that's where his She sent her only other child, um, older <laughs> child, older uh, to be <laughs> murdered as well. Go find the murderer. Get my son back. Anyway, I didn't even make it halfway home before he texted me, not even a courtesy freaking call. Okay. Yeah. Texted me and then it was a whole series of events, but I knew he was fine. Anyway, so so I went back to work. Okay. And almost fine. Always fine. And we needed some comedic relief. Yeah. Oh, and it was Oh, I forget yeah. what it was, but there was yeah, some was comedic our, relief. It was our funny doctor making fun of Christina. Actually, Christina oh, was like the butt so... of the jokes all night. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> I, I don't mind. Yeah, no, it was really funny. So anyway, then Christina went home and something amazing happened. 
I went, after I went home. After you went home. So after I left. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to share very, like, I'm going to try to be as scant about the details as possible. Oh. But I just wanted to share this really profound thing that happened to me. It was the most profound thing that has ever happened to me as a nurse. And anyway, a while ago, a long while ago, I took care of a couple who had lost their baby. And they had had multiple losses. It yeah. was multiple. And when I took care of her, um, we really bonded. Like, I mean, I just, I advocated for her for some things that mm -hmm. were kind of unusual things. And we shared the same faith and we just connected. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I supported her through that loss and, um, you know, did the things that I would do that we do for anybody yeah. and collecting memories and pictures and fingerprints or, you know, prints and stuff like that. And um, when she left, we I walked her out and she is, <laughs> I said to her, I said, you're gonna have a baby. That's a very bold statement. I would never, you shouldn't, I would never say that to somebody. Um, but I just felt compelled to say that. I don't know. In the moment, it was very yeah. emotional. We were hugging and stuff. And bless her heart, it was Mother's Day. And she oh. told me Happy Mother's Day. Oh, And then my I gosh. lost it, right? And we cried and cried and cried that whole yeah. night together. We just yeah we kind of a part of each other's story at that moment anyway and then she went home right and then i okay this was before that night or this, this was, was that night this was years ago oh this was many years ago okay yeah, not many many but years years ago okay um anyway and so i think of her often you know i've yeah. taken care of hundreds of women and i wish i could remember them all but i don't and but this was so um it was just so it impactful. just burned into your heart yeah. and your i memory. just think about her I was just thinking about her recently and just wondering if she had had a baby and how yeah. she was doing anyway so I was after you left later okay so then um there had been a patient there stop okay so there there was a patient there that I had gotten report on that we had very few low census that night and um I had just gotten you know some information about her I knew a little bit about her history and it was early in the wee hours of the morning. It was kind of getting close to time for us to go off shift. And her nurse had been taking care of her all night. She went to go uh, take a break. And she said that this patient was having some pain. And she gave her some stuff and she would be back to check on her. Mm -hmm. And so um, I wasn't necessarily expecting her to call out. Well, a couple minutes after that, her nurse had left the unit to go take a break, her colleague goes on and she, and I go in there and she's crying. She's in a lot of pain oh. and she needed me to help her just like change position. Yeah. So I'm helping her change position. And a couple minutes after doing that, I look at her, like I look at her and then I look at her husband and you're like holding that baby. And I look at her and I look at her husband again. And I was like, Oh my God, this is her. Oh, okay. So then I'm like, I'm not leaving this room <laughs> without, without knowing. acknowledging yeah. this. And so I looked at her and I said, you know, did you come in some time ago? I was a little more specific, but yeah. And she looked at me with this confused look, right? Cause she was in a lot of pain yeah. she was up all night. She just had a baby, like, you know, all those things. Like, she's like, what is this lady talking yeah. about? So all of a sudden she has this look of recognition and she looks at me and she was like, Oh my gosh, it's you. And oh. so immediately we you both start, start weeping. Yes. We, oh. weeping. Okay. And I like, it's you. And I grab her head. 
because oh. she was laying on the, and I just grab her head and I just embrace her. Right. Yeah. And it was just this most. It was so sweet. It was, she went on to just tell me how, what I did for her, just how meaningful it was. Yeah. She literally just kept going. She said things that I didn't deserve. I just took care of her the way that I oh. would take care of anyone else. But it was you so meaningful. It, it was but, so impactful. Yeah. And, um, she just went on to share a bunch of other things. And it was just like, I could not believe that it happened. Like everything came together. the way And you weren't it, taking care of her. It was I just a break. No, it was a break. And I go yeah. in there and I yeah. see her and I got to hold her baby because she had a baby. Yeah. And it was just the most amazing. And then I, we cried. Like, yeah. We're crying and we're crying and we're crying like for the next That's hour. That's so sweet. Thankfully, like <laughs> nothing else was going on and I could just be in there with her. Oh. I could, could tell that she didn't want me to leave and I didn't want to leave and I just wanted so special. to. Yeah, and it was super, super special. And I just loved it. And it was really great. And you needed that after your yeah. son played such foolish tricks I on know, you. I know. I know. But then I'm just crying some more, right? So now I've been crying like half my shift. <laughs> I feel like, okay, so. You're like, oh, I see how Christina yeah. feels. <laughs> so That's so bless sweet. her heart. She was really distracted by the moment. Yeah. Because um, she had told me, too, she had been looking for me. She had been looking for me. She oh. wanted me to meet her baby, but nobody would tell her who I was. And I said, oh. you know, because well, maybe they didn't know too. My privacy, or yeah, sure. She knew I was a teacher. She knew that I was only oh. part time. The other thing was that that was only the one shift that I worked all month. Wow, I know it was amazing. It was just meant and to be. So it was meant to be. Yeah. So she was starting to about half an hour later or so. Um, she was starting to have some pain and she needed to use the bathroom. So I help her up to the bathroom and I'm thinking, you know, her primary nurse has got to come back at some point because it had oh. been about that time. So I was just yeah. wondering if, you know, what she was going to walk in on. And cause we were, I'm sure, you know, we were probably making a little commotion with all the tears right. and excitement and joy and like all yeah. the things that were going on in that room at the moment. And so I'm helping her <laughs> and mm. I'm helping her like get her under her own and stuff. And she starts to cry. And I say, it's going to be okay. We're going to get your pain under control. I'm just trying to reassure her. And yeah. she said, no, I'm just so glad that you're here. And then we start crying again. Oh, my right gosh. Like in front of the toilet. <laughs> That's and so, so then I sweet. stand up and now we're embracing again and we're hugging. And it was quite a long hug. You know, yeah. we're just so thankful for that opportunity to come back together again in such a happy yeah. time. And, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> her nurse peeks around. And this is this is the same one that's our friend. Okay. okay. And um, she was there when I we I was teasing you about crying. Yes. Yeah. And she peeks around and she around the door and she was like, "Is everything okay in here?" <laughs> <laughs> then we you know stop hugging and we're all laughing and sharing <laughs> the great news and stuff like that. It was hilarious. It was just so. It was so great. And so her, we will be in contact. Oh, that's sure, so cool really amazing and just such a strong I'm glad that happened in that way I know me too it was really it was she really 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 needed that yeah I really really wanted that yeah so it was just very cool that we could come together I think it's moments like that that remind us that our every day is somebody's special yeah right memory yeah and it, yeah. it reminds us to be our best selves yeah, all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was so good. That's super but cool. I Thanks know. for sharing that. Yeah. But later on, our nurse. Oh, friend, no. Well, she was just, she looked at me and she was like, Megan, you're such a hypocrite. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was crying all night. And I was just making fun of you for crying all the time. It was just, it was so great. I just left that 
morning just on such a high yeah. impact for my job. And yeah. you know, we do such, right. We're part of people's best and worst days. And mm-hmm. um, it's really special to be a part of their story. Yeah. We have a friend that always says, yes, this is some of the happiest moments of people's lives, but it's also some of the worst moments of people's lives. And um, my work wife always says, you go to work when it's a bad day. And I think that that's pretty special that we get the opportunity to be in people's stories, good or bad. bad. But yeah, Yeah, it's quite a cool job. So cool. That's special. And then honestly, I cried about it all weekend. Oh yeah. I thought of her in the car and weeping like everywhere <laughs> like my son was like mom are you okay like, i'm fine I'm so happy i'm so glad i'm not alone i know i know it was just yeah it took me many days yeah to where of i could think about her without tearing up yeah anyway, that's so special i'm glad that so happened special. yeah me too cool okay well let me tell yeah. me other stories okay. oh my gosh i can't wait to hear yeah these. so i just want to like Set the scene, okay? Okay. So this is Fairbanks. Yes. But back in the 60s. Oh, early 60s. Oh, so she's here in Fairbanks in the 60s. In the 60s. Here in Fairbanks in the 60s. Oh, boy. The hospital was, I don't know how many beds it was, maybe 30 or something like that. It's currently, the previous hospital is now a bank. And it's actually my bank I got my mortgage through. And so um, I've gone in there recently it's Denali State Bank. Okay. Next to the church on the river. Okay. okay. Yes. So, and at this time it was mostly staffed by like um, nun nurses. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause you can look at the, um, cause it was right next to the Catholic church. Yeah. And it was a cat. It was called St. Joseph's Hospital. Yes. Yeah. Catholic hospital. Yeah. Anyway, it was right on the river. Um, anyway, just real old school. The pictures are really cool to look at. It's like, you know, they'll have the babies just like lined up like yeah. in the movies, you know yeah. what I mean? Anyway, it's crazy. And um, and not not a very large facility. It ended up. Um, it was in the '60s. We had this huge flood right. in Fairbanks, and it took out the hospital. And they were like, "Oh, maybe we shouldn't have a hospital by a river." And so they built in the hospital that we work yeah. in now. But um, anyway, so during this time, also women would share spaces, right? So right now we have like LDRPs, right? right? You have your labor, delivery, recovery, postpartum rooms. Ideally. Our patients stay in one room their entire right. mission. Yeah. So back then, four women four. shared a room to labor in. While okay? birthing. Not while birthing. My grandma made that clear. Not while birthing. So they would be moved to a delivery room. Yeah. And then they would move back to the, uh, the like, cubicle of four. Like the labor postpartum space, I guess. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine being in labor with, like, three other laboring women in the same space? That would be... I wonder if they would feed off each other. Well, it just sounds like a sounds nightmare. like a bad idea. Yeah. I did work at a hospital though that in Wyoming, um, that had three labor rooms okay. that were separate, but um we would take them to a birth suite to deliver. Okay. I am not why, that old. Though? I mean, I realize I've been doing this I for know. a while, but yeah, I'm not that old. And it was just crazy. So there's three labor it rooms, a birth room, and then there was five postpartum rooms where they would go after That's the birth. Really small. So what happens if there was more? Wait, one birth room? One. So what room. happens if there was more than one person who needed to give birth? Well, let me tell you, I did a lot of online shopping, 
in oh, this hospital. Oh, because there wasn't a lot going on. Yes. Okay. There would be nights that I was the only one there by myself. Oh, wait. That's kind of scary. Well, until somebody would come in. Okay. And then you would call another nurse in okay. to be with you. Okay. Okay, <laughs> good. I'm like, I would not want there to There was be. time. That's I, terrifying. I was traveling there. Well, I, I think how it worked was there's two people on and we might have needed to help in other spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my friend Olivia and I traveled there oh, yeah. together okay. and we would just shop all night yeah. because it was such a small hospital. And then labor patients would come in and we'd take care of them. And yeah. But I did um, at this hospital start baby IVs, which was interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I bet you loved that. I or didn't, no. No, actually. Yeah, I, I love starting IVs yeah, on that's moms. I would think that, yeah, but, but not the babes. Yeah, no. This yeah. is where I started an IV on a foot. Oh, yeah. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have another story to tell you offline, but. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I can't wait to hear it. I know. Everybody's yeah. going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> wait. Tell me. Okay. No. Okay. So, sorry. Just keep going. Yeah. Okay. I just went on and on. No, that was good. I enjoyed <laughs> that. Talking about that. Okay. So my grandma, she wrote these stories and then she wanted me, she was like, wait, don't read them yet because I want to make them better. So okay. what I did, and my grandma's in her eighties. Okay. So she's oh. not like a young yeah. chicken, you know, yeah. she's, she's in her eighties. Yeah. So I called her. And basically, like, kind of, we read the stories together, and then she would add stuff, and then I would add it into the story for her. Like, she would tell me something, and then I would add it into the story. Yeah. So it was kind of like a collaborative effort. I love this. It was, um, it was really good. Because how special for you to have this time with your grandma. We were on the phone together. We were FaceTiming for like two hours while we were going through it. It was just, yeah. I just love my grandma. Um. Anyway, okay, so I'll start. So this is the, she has three daughters. My mom is the oldest, and then I have two kids. So we'll start, she goes from oldest to youngest. Okay, so Diane is my mom. I went to Alaska on September 5th, 1961. In mid-October, I was looking for an OB um, doctor. I found, doc- she came from Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I found Dr. Rebar and was happy with him. I had a very routine pregnancy. The first time I was throwing up, George, my grandpa, said, it's all in your mind. Oh, no. Oh, no, grandpa. No, it's not. That was my immediate cure for morning sickness because I didn't want him to be upset with me. Oh, no. I had no problems except for swollen feet the last two months. Um, I asked Dr. Rebar for medication to combat the swelling, and somehow we got sidetracked, and I didn't get any. The The next visit, I asked again. We discussed how it could affect the baby. He asked if I wanted to do anything that might hurt the baby. So oh. it was like a, you know, this was a, a while ago. Yeah. So it was kind of like a risk versus benefit with whatever yeah. medication. She couldn't remember what it was. Um, but the potent, the medication could be potentially harmful. Right. So, of course, I said no because I didn't want to hurt my baby. Um, I was leaving the building when it dawned on me that he'd done it again. No meds. <laughs> She's funny just listening to her tell the story. Um, we didn't have ultrasound back then. So the doctor relied on hands-on measuring of the baby's progress. Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah, we I, we just we, take things for granted we do. I think, because we just know so much now. Yeah, you know? and the things that they didn't know because they didn't have ultrasounds. Yeah. Imagine all of the placenta previous. Oh, seriously, and oh um, which is where the placenta is over the cervix. Yeah, and that can cause like a fetal yeah. and maternal death from bleeding and yeah. hemorrhage. It's just like that's one instance. Just one thing. Yeah, that without an yeah. ultrasound, you. Don't right. know. And then all the fetal anomalies that you identified. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, she writes, I wanted to be prepared. So I told him I wanted to have drugs or an epidural for pain. Uh, his answer was, I am the doctor, so I'll make the decision. When she Dang. was telling this story, I wanted to just punch this doctor yeah, in the face. It was so of the time. Like, seriously. Like, what do you mean you're going to make the decision for my grandma? Labor? Yeah. yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. Anyway. It, it, it was of the time. Yeah, it was. This and it just, yeah, it yeah. just, it's sad. I know. So sad. I'm glad it's different, but I feel it is badly for those who experienced I know. it. I know. Because it was the technology was there and available. Yeah. It was just whatever philosophical views that the doctors had. Yeah. Um, Diane Marie was due the second week of July, June 30th. Went, oh, sorry. June 30th, I went to the hospital and was examined, but I had only dilated about four centimeters. So I was sent home. And she was having some contractions during this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was very disappointed because I wanted to get it over with. So we decided to go to the movies um, where she kicked like crazy the whole time. And then we went out to eat at the doggy diner. The doggy diner? And, and I had, she remembers this so specifically. And I had one and a half to two small hot dog sized Cimbalene sandwiches. <laughs> I know. This was two years ago. And one and a half to two. I know. Does she remember what movie she went to see? Um, She had, she did I think I didn't write it down, but I think that oh, she shoot. did remember. Oh, that's Darn, crazy! I wish I would have written it down, but we did. That's so we cool. About it. One and a half submarine yeah, sandwiches. One and a half hot dog. Hot size. dog size. Because that she was like they were smaller submarine sandwiches. Okay, it wasn't like one and a half big submarine. It was Not like today's like submarine hot dog. Okay, yeah, she made it a point. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> I know it was. So afterwards, we went driving around on unpa unpaved roads towards Gina Hot Springs. The bumpy roads yeah, towards Gina Hot well, Springs of then. the day. Yeah, yeah. Right. I know. And that's already a scary road, even paved. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and the Old Nina Highway. So she actually went on two totally different directions of town because the Old Nina mean, Highway is completely opposite. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, so she thought all that bumpy drive-in was going to do the trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Then we went There's home. a myth buster for I know, you. Yeah, exactly. I know. Uh, we then went home and off to bed. Still disappointed <laughs> that it was happening. I woke up in the morning and waited until evening to go back to the hospital because I was afraid of getting sent home again. Yeah. yeah that's a normal thing back then yeah. too, apparently. Yeah. Um, let's I wonder what their threshold was. If she was four centimeters. Well, she, when she went back, it turns out that she was five to six centimeters. And oh, then good. they admitted her. Oh, yeah. good. Um, back then, multiple women labored in the same room until it was time to deliver. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it was a busy night at St. Joseph's and I oh, was no. sharing a room with three other women. Oh. Isn't that wild? My goodness. I just would not, it's such like this intimate, private experience, you know, you, just mean? you share only get to do it so many times in your life and to share it with like strangers. And I think like, you know, hospital beds now sometimes not in the labor, but like even like in a med search floor, there's two. Yeah. But four. Four. That's, I, I feel like it's loud and yeah. confusing. Yeah. And terrifying. Yeah. If somebody doesn't have the same coping skills yeah. as someone else, yeah. like that could be very terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. And like or, you said, I wonder if they like just would encourage you. Guys they to just to scream. did their uteruses sync up? Right. <laughs> oh so many questions. So many questions. That's hilarious. Um, 
I labored through the night, sleeping off and on, and was slowly progressing. Around 7 a.m., the nurse came in and broke my water. After this, my contractions became stronger and closer together. I didn't really think about my pain management, but had a nurse who helped me focus and breathe. I asked her, I was like, well, did you want an epidural? And she's like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, what do you mean you didn't think about it? But she was just like in this zone. I don't know. It was. I wonder. Yeah. So things aren't talked. I and feel things like things were not yeah. talked about back then. Yeah. And she kind of had like, alluded to that too, I think. When, in her, when we were yeah. Like things, things so. just weren't talked about. You just get to it and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. I know. Um, one of the other women in the room we were laboring with was having her fourth child. And she remembers she kept saying, shit, damn hell. Shit, damn hell. <laughs> <laughs> like the things that you remember, right? She said, she said, I saw her weeks later and we laughed about it. I think she had seen her in the clinic weeks later and we laughed about it. And she told me that I kept saying, my grandma kept saying, wish I had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandma did make it a point during she, she said, we didn't know how cigarettes could affect the baby. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> they used to like smoke at the nurse's station oh or next gosh. to the oxygen tubes. Like, yeah, no, I know. I mean, thanks. Yeah. Nurses would just walk down the hall smoking cigarettes. Yeah, one of the yeah, yes. one of the nurses we used to work yes, with, our lovely friend at I the know. nurses station until yeah. they made him do it in the break room, yeah. and then they even got rid of it then. And how rude! Yeah, so funny. So funny. Um. Okay, let's see. Um. I don't remember the time a nurse checked me vaginally, but she made the comment, or she didn't remember what time it was when she was checked again. But she made the comment that she would be off duty in a couple of hours or so. Um. And wouldn't be there when she had the baby. Oh, yeah. okay. But less than an hour later, I called for a nurse because my pains were very close. She checked me again. She said I, she said she'd be right back. I heard her on the phone saying she didn't care if there was no doctor in the hospital. Find one. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I think maybe she was ready. Ready. Yeah. I bet you she was. Yeah. By the time the doctor showed up, I was in the delivery room ready to push her out. Remember, you had to be transferred yes. to the delivery room. She was born around 1 p.m. I didn't get to hold her until she was all clean and smelling good. That was as, how it was done. How it was done yeah. yeah. Um, later in the evening, a friend came to visit. Um, he happened to be in the room when a nurse brought in a baby for one of the four of us sharing a room. The nurse oh, no. assumed my friend was my husband and the father and oh. handed me the baby. I looked at her and knew she wasn't mine. Oh, no. Okay. Another woman across the room spoke up and said, I think that's my baby. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Isn't that wild? That's so crazy. Like they weren't double checking; they were just handing people babies. I wonder how many people out there because their baby switched and didn't even know it. I bet many. Yeah, I bet that that happened. It well, it had. I mean, look at how easy that was. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, crazy. Handed her the wrong baby. Handed her the wrong baby. Oh my goodness! Are you sure your mom is your mom? Yes, she looks just like my grandfather. Okay, but yeah. no, oh, she is. I okay. swear, I promise. I'll show you pictures. Am I my mom's mom? I mean, what? Yes. Am I my mom's daughter? Yes. I very much look yeah. like them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the genetics. Um, I stayed in the hospital overnight and went home before noon the next day. I thought I knew all about taking care of a new baby, but I was wrong. And oh. she grew up in a really large family. Okay. Brothers and sisters and stuff. Um, George and I didn't get much sleep that night as we both were listening for the baby. I loved being home with the baby and hated having to go back to work when oh. she was 10 weeks old. Oh, oh no. 
sad. The story of my mom. I love that story. I, know, I loved hearing her tell it. Was, I love that story so much. She was. Um, this is the first time. So my grandma is really into kind of recording history and stuff. Yeah. But she'd never written her birth stories before. Okay. And so she has a place where she's collecting different stories. She's written lots of other stories about her life. Yeah. But none about her birth stories. So oh, this I is love exciting this. for like the family to be able to have, have these stories. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Super cool. So just another reason to write your birth story. Yeah. Because you know, it's for you. And your yeah. and your future and your future yeah I know yeah okay so my aunt Suzanne okay so they're just two years apart okay so when I was pregnant with Suzanne Elizabeth things were a little harder because I had to go back to work and also take care of a toddler oh yes I did have to see a different doctor as Doctor Rebar had taken time off to take care of his teenage son who was dying from cancer oh I know that's really sad but I'm not sure that I'm mad about it because he wanted to just make all her decisions for her yeah like she needed a new provider yeah. well maybe one with a different idea, idea sounds yeah. like that's really sad though yeah but it's really sad yeah um dr dunlap her new doctor interacted mm. more with me as an expectant mom who wanted to know about the progress of the baby and he also allowed me to make the decision of having pain medication yes yeah. um again i had no problems except for swelling um that's Suzanne swelling. was due on july 16th but she took a little longer to another get july baby we have okay. lots of july all right births yeah. was this one born on a 12th no oh no that's when you guys started periods never mind sorry yeah, we were 12 yeah, okay. 12. yeah. <laughs> yeah. the number was there somewhere yeah, it was um i spent the day of july 23rd getting ready for golden days which was the next day so golden days in our community is super just like fun a celebration of fairbanks and the gold, uh, the gold rush, rush that, that brought people to alaska that darn gold rush now I'm living here in this cold, frigid place because of the gold rush. Anyway, so, but it's a good, it's like a big celebration. It's like a week-long celebration. We have like a parade. There's lots of fun stuff going on. Um, I went to the hospital that night because I was contracting. I was dilated enough to be kept. Um, so George went home to take care of Diane. During the night, I was awakened by the loud voices of a nurse and a man. Uh... The man was insistent that he was a doctor and he was going to see his patient. Shut up. The nurse bluntly told him he was drunk. Oh, no. And no drunk, doctor or not, was going to disturb her patient. Oh. It took a few minutes before the belligerent man left. Oh, my gosh. I said a prayer that he wasn't my doctor and he wasn't. I never found out who he was. That is <laughs> so crazy and random. A belligerent drunk man off the street. I know. So, I'm like, going to see my patient. Yeah. And then I, wow. I didn't, she didn't know if it was like a doctor because it right. sounded like he was a doctor that may have been intoxicated because the nurse sounded like she knew him. Like, <laughs> no, no doctor drunk or, or yeah, whatever. No she drunk said. doctor or not. Oh, I'm that is disturb my patient. Hilarious. I know. Isn't that great? Uh, anyway it was i love that nurse like she's if it was a doctor back then oh my god the kahunas it took seriously i mean right now if i had a physician that came in drunk and trying to do some and stuff. trying i would have a hard time i would do the right thing yeah but, but i would have that. a very hard time yeah I would have a hard time figuring out how, how to, to approach, to approach that. <laughs> and like, yeah. And she's like, come she's hell like, or high water, you're right. getting out of here. Getting out of here. I love it. I know. It was around noon on the 24th when I went into hard labor. 
I had an epidural a short time before um, that during which I had a hard time sitting up and bending forward between labor pains, but you got your epidural grandma. Yes, ma'am. I moved on and the injection was not in the right place. I was very still when I got the second shot. At that point, I decided I would never get again, get an epidural. Oh, interesting. The whole process was dramatic. Dramatic. I had been in labor since the night before. And once my water was broke, there was drastic changes in the length and strength of the pains. About two hours later, I was again, back in that delivery room. It had only been two years. Nothing yeah. had changed. And to my horror, when checked, I was taken out of the delivery room oh, and no. wheeled back to the labor room. <laughs> oh, no. I know. That's terrible. I know. I wasn't oh. ready to deliver yet, and they needed to deliver another woman's baby in one of the rooms. That's so sad. Oh, grandma. She told me when we were chatting about this how, how she was so disappointed. It was I can't just even like imagine. This. I know. I know. I can't. It's crazy. I can't even. Uh, it wasn't Poor long thing. till I was back in there. Oh, good. I know. The doctor asked if I wanted to see the birth, and someone arranged a large mirror above and behind him so I could see. That's wow. so progressive. It really was. Yeah. Dr. Dunlap. I like D- him. Yeah, Dr. Dunlap. Okay. Um, I didn't have my glasses, so it was a blurry sight. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the woman her glasses. Like, no. Where were they? I don't know. That where was, was George? Funny. He was there. Oh, no. no. He was with Diane. Yeah. It was George. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they don't. They also weren't. Let pre- them in yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, we talked about that. What'd she say? I can't remember. But Oh, shoot. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Delivery didn't take long and I got to hold her right away. Thank yeah, because he was at home taking care of my mom. Yeah. I called her Diane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, got to hold her right away. George came to take me home the next day and was surprised that I wasn't ready to go. The doctor had told me. He oh, wanted- my goodness. I know. Jeez, doc- George. I- Give her a minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> she just burst a human out of her vagina. Come on. The doctor had told me he wanted me to have another day, another's day rest before having to take care of a toddler in addition to the baby. Yeah. I was thankful to have the time in the hospital. Yes. The second day I was checked. I, uh, I was checked to see if my milk flow was okay. That's an interesting thing to Milk do. Flow. Yeah. Second I day. How they checked that. <laughs> I didn't ask her. Expression? It must have been. Yeah. The things they did. Interesting. Yeah. We don't check milk. Flow. I mean, we we're assessing it, but we're not like, like exchange specifically of milk going and in and seeing if the flow is good enough to go, I guess, anyway. Interesting. It was interesting. Um, I had to undo one of the bra cups so the doctor could check to see if my. Milk was ready to come in. Oh, that's how they do it. Um, it as I sat there, feel. Yeah. As I sat there dripping, the doctor laughed and told the nurse to release me to go because she was dripping, she was dripping milk. milk. So clearly her flow was good. Um, I was only able to stay home with Suzanne for six weeks. I hated to leave her and Diane. Oh. No. Okay. So that was my Aunt Sue. All there's right. one more. The third baby, y'all. Yep. There's one more. So this is about my Aunt Shauna. My third daughter, Shauna Eileen, was due on April 1st. My friend, Lois Turnipseed, told me she wouldn't take me to the hospital on April's Fool's Day. Oh, no! (laughs) Uh, Lois was her support person. Okay. I naively expected that the third child would be born quicker and easier than the first. Wrong. Those third babies. Third babies. They're tricky. Yep. 
I had been in labor through the night and the next morning. I asked a nurse friend who lived close to me if she would come over to check if I should go to the hospital. She put her hands on my stomach as I was having contractions. Then she told me to go right away. Oh, <laughs> was she a labor nurse? I did not gather that. She didn't check a cervix. She didn't. She did not. She just. Have you ever checked somebody's cervix at their home? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know how to do it. You said you know? it like, of course. Yeah. I checked my sister. I think. I feel like I checked somebody else too one time. I think you might have. Did you? Did you check me? You. No, you checked me at your house. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, we'll save that for another day. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But that's probably what you're remembering. Yes, okay. I went to your house and it was on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the bed was made. It was. It okay, was good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. That's really funny. I know. Um, okay, Lois took me to the hospital planning to stay with me. I was whiny, insisting she take me home and I would come back the next day. She was like, what? Grandma? You just, what? You're whiny. She wouldn't. She wouldn't take, take me home. Sigh. Next complaint was that they had put the monitoring belt on wrong and it was jabbing me inside. Turns out it was the baby. <laughs> the baby was poking her. Oh, gosh. After the next examination, I was taken to the delivery room. I wouldn't let Lois go in because I didn't want her to see how fat I was. I know. Aww. And I was like, Grandma, I cannot believe. And Lois, I I knew Lois, Lois. I knew Lois as a child. And she was the kindest, sweetest lady. Like, she would yeah. Like, I was just. And so then my grandma was in there by herself, you know, Aww. without that support. Anyway, she said, this woman had bathed my naked body a few days before. <laughs> I know. And she wouldn't let her into like most precious moment with her you know the rationalizing that happens when you're in labor yeah so she stood outside the door listening while i gave permission for a medical student to attend the birth can you imagine how lois felt jeez um i decided i didn't want any pain medication and had been tolerating labor once the doctor was there i was told the baby um wanted to come shoulder first and would have to be turned. Oh, no. While he was turning her, I decided I didn't want a painkiller, but the nurse told me it was too late. Or that I did want a painkiller. Oh, yeah. Um, but the nurse told me it was too late. Thankfully, as soon as he got her turned, and it sounded like he had... Had to go in and rotate. and rotate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if the baby's coming shoulder first, there's no way it's coming out. Yeah. Vaginally. Right. You gotta do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thankfully, as soon as he got her turned, she delivered. She the, popped right out, I bet. She did. Good the thing. doctor was humming. The baby arrived and he started started singing. Oh. A pretty girl is like a melody. I don't oh. know the melody to that song. I just made it up. But anyway. That's sweet that he's saying. Sure. I'm I liking like this guy. Doctor. It's like he's, he was meant to do it. Yeah. And like he sounds like a really good doctor yeah. too. You know, yeah. Ways. Kind. Um, Lois told me later that they had left the delivery room doors open so that she could hear what was going on. Oh, that that's sweet. sweet. Yeah. During the night, they brought Shauna to me to nurse as she is keeping the other babies awake. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she had to go back to work when she was only 10 days old. But wow, she wrote, I was able to take her to work with me until she was about six weeks. So they like. Oh, that's they accommodated that. Yeah, oh, they that's did. nice. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who was watching her after she started making more noise and disrupting the office. Um, she had an 18 month who didn't want to nurse anymore and she wasn't ready to stop. 
Okay, oh, so yeah, wait. No, yes, yes. Oh. I spoke with the doctor about having her nurse my baby while I was at work. He said it would be okay if she continued to, if as long as I continued to nurse her, so she wouldn't bond with my friend. This is a story. This is stop the, it. This is the end of the story. No, yes, no, okay. no, no. It can't be the end. Wait, no. She had a friend nursing the she baby. Had a wet nurse. Yes, that is okay, so, so awesome. Let me tell you, my aunt too, and crazy. She, hates it it really? disgusts her that she's Why? suckled somebody else's breast oh yes no she really she really hates it it's kind of been a joke throughout the family <laughs> anyway Shoot. it's really funny but oh. i didn't really this was the first time i had really heard the story from my grandma because yeah. i just kind of heard it through the grapevine had a wet nurse but um it was kind of cool the way that it worked out too and yeah that, uh, yeah anyway it was interesting yeah that's interesting. I know. Because you're just like, sure, you can feed my baby. Yeah. It is it is a hard choice. Yeah. But even in the 60s, your grand or whatever years yeah. it was, yeah. your grandma was knew. Oh, no, that, no. Sorry. Hers was in the 70s. Yeah. That breastfeeding was good. Important. And important. Yeah, and that she was limited at work. Yeah. That I, I feel like is pretty cool. That she was able to make those decisions. Yeah. And breast milk is good for babies, even if it's yeah. Not your breast milk. Yeah. So at the hospital now they have donor milk and it goes through like the same um, purification processes that like blood does. So you know that it's free of all of the pathogens and stuff like that. Yeah. The bad stuff, but you're still giving them very nutrient milk. Um, It's very cool. I know. But that's crazy. I know. Your poor Aunt Chana, she doesn't like it, but. She doesn't like it. I feel like. (laughs) I feel like you can't change it. Well, you can't. And it made her strong and mighty, I'm sure. Well, there you go. She's still alive and healthy. She is. Right? Yeah, she is. It's true. Okay. Well, think of are... all the immunities she got from two different I, adults. Seriously, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we just got to throw all the positives at her. Yeah. So she's happy with this decision. Yeah. yeah. Is she still angry about it this, I don't to this think day? She's, she was never angry about right, it. Right. But this like, year. oh, this is. She. Yeah. Something different. Yeah, she it's doesn't just, love that she did that. That was like that's so funny. That happened. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> she, get it. I can see it that way too. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how long it was for. Maybe six months or something like that. That's but great. I know, isn't that funny? And she was able to help another woman. Yeah. Continue yeah. doing something that she loved. She loved, yeah. Yeah, right. super cool. I know. Well, thank Yay. you, Grandma, for sharing your oh stories. Oh, my gosh. You're amazing. You're I really love funny. your humor. Yeah, she's so funny. And those little details yeah. that you were able to remember from yeah, so long ago. I know. So special. I know we can cherish those in writing, so thank you. Yeah. Well, okay, well we hope you feel enlightened. Yes. Bye. Bye.